Today I want to talk to you about how one conversation can change your life. Looking back on my own life, one of the most significant conversations I've ever had is with my dad. Because growing up, my dad was really quiet. He was a man of very few words and he was quite stoic. And most of our conversations growing up were around how I was doing at school, what uni I was going to apply for, what my career options were. And when I was 21, I moved to New York City and I lived there for 10 years. And so I rarely got to see my parents when I was living overseas. And I remember one year my dad came to visit me in New York and we ended up having a conversation. And if I'm honest, it was quite uncomfortable because I kind of shared with my dad for the first time that growing up, all I ever wanted to hear from him was that he was proud of me and that um, he was pleased with everything I'd done in my life. And we end up having an amazing conversation. But actually, um, it was it was a real gift because about two years later, um, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer and actually he passed away quite suddenly. And it makes me remember and realise that sometimes uncomfortable conversations are hard, but they're necessary. And right now, lots of uncomfortable conversations are happening all across the world. And I want us to take a look at the way Jesus has this conversation with a Samaritan woman at the well in John 4. Jesus ends up in a town in Samaria called Sychar. And after a really long journey and lots of traveling, he's a bit tired and he sits down by a well at noon. And a Samaritan woman comes to draw water at the well and Jesus asks her for a drink. And the woman responds, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? The Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And what we see here is that Jesus crosses every barrier to have this conversation. At the time, significant racial tension existed between Jews and Samaritans. They just didn't associate with one another. Men did not speak to women that they didn't know and certainly not one-to-one -one in public. The woman comes to the well alone and normally women would come to wells in groups with other women so that they could kind of help each other out. But this woman comes alone and she comes during the hottest time of the day, which tells us that she, she didn't want to be seen. She was likely a social and moral outcast in her community. And yet Jesus is interested in talking to her. He crosses every barrier to connect with her. He crosses racial, gender, cultural, class lines because he wants to hear what she has to say. He dares to ask her for a drink. And she was shocked because she's probably thinking, we're not supposed to be talking to one another. People like you don't talk to people like me. You're not even supposed to touch anything I give you. And what follows in verses 10 to 19 is this very long conversation that Jesus has with this woman. And throughout the conversation, Jesus is patient, Jesus is engaged, and Jesus is interested in what she has to say. You know, Jesus' conversation with the Samaritan woman is the longest recorded one-on-one -on -one conversation in the New Testament. So this is really significant. Jesus speaks to her. He treats her like a human being. He treats her with dignity. And yet this conversation does get quite uncomfortable. Jesus says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. 
this woman is suddenly intrigued and curious because Jesus starts talking about a water that will quench the deepest thirst, that will become within them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And what Jesus is saying is what you really need is the spiritual water that I can only I can give. And as they interact, Jesus starts to reveal to this woman that he knows all about her past and it starts to get uncomfortable. He knows how she has looked to relationships with men to seek meaning, purpose and fulfilment, to quench her deepest thirst and longing. And all of it has left her empty and broken. You know, she starts to deflect. She's uncomfortable. She doesn't want to go there with Jesus. Maybe it's the hurt, the disappointment, the heartache, the shame. It feels so exposing. And yet Jesus doesn't give up. He knows her to her depths, and yet he loves her to the skies. Every time she tries to change the subject or shy away from the conversation, Jesus looks her in the eye. He speaks to her heart, and filled with compassion, he offers her the truth. And many of us today might be looking to so many things to fill and define us, to make us feel like we're worth something, to fill that void, that ache, that emptiness in our hearts that we feel, because actually we're made for deep relationship with God. We are hardwired to have conversations with God. And anytime we try to fill our lives with our careers, our jobs, our money, our appearance, our status, our relationships, our success, to prove to the world that we're worth something, that we have value, these things ultimately disappoint and they leave us thirsty and dry. These things can never fulfill us. You will thirst for purpose if you don't live for God. So what are you living for? Jesus chooses to reveal his identity to the Samaritan woman. The woman says, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. And when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Jesus reveals to a complete outsider, a Samaritan woman, that he is the son of God. How can a holy God interact with someone who has messed up their life so badly? How can they be even having this interaction. And it's because Jesus pays the ultimate cost to have the conversation. You see, it's all about grace. In order to offer this woman living water, in order to offer us the ability to connect and converse with God, Jesus experiences the depth of spiritual thirst when he is separated from God the Father on the cross. Jesus lived the life that you and I couldn't live and he died the death that we deserve to bring us back home to God. The cross is where love and justice meets and that's why we worship Jesus. That's why his name is so beautiful. That's why everything in the world can be shaking. But in Jesus, you have an identity and a security that can never be taken away from you. The good news that Jesus has died for you and that it's not fundamentally about what you do or what you've done, or what's in your past, but it's about this free gift of grace offered to you by Jesus. This kind of love can change your life. In Jesus, you can experience the deepest love, the deepest acceptance, and the deepest freedom you'll ever find in this lifetime. Jesus is with you right now through the power of the Holy Spirit, which lives within you when you invite Jesus into your life. One year, Mike Pilavachi came to HTB 
And during a time of ministry, he shared a word for someone in the room. He said that there's a person here who's experienced three significant and consecutive losses in her life. The first was a bereavement, followed by two other major disappointments. And it was so specific and so detailed. And as I sat there in the room, I thought to myself, how does he know? How does he know about everything that's happened to me in my life? And deep down, I knew that it was God, that the only way that he could know is if God knew. And as I sat there in fear, not knowing what to do, wrestling with whether I should step forward to ask someone to pray for me. In that moment, I knew that God saw me, God knew me, God loved me and he longed to heal me. God knows me in my depths and yet he loves me to the skies. And as I stepped forward and someone prayed for me, it felt like he was pouring out this living water, pouring out his Holy Spirit, healing me from my past and bringing new life, bringing springs of living water from such dead places in my heart. And I was filled with the Holy Spirit in such a powerful way, in a way that I've never experienced before in my life. And my life has been completely changed. After the Samaritan woman at the well encounters Jesus, she goes and tells everyone, Come see a man who told me everything I've ever done. God didn't wait until this woman had sorted out her life before he was willing to encounter her. God knows you to your depths and yet he loves you to the skies. This is the kind of God that we worship. And a conversation with God can change your life today. This is a God who is interested in talking to you. He sees you, he knows you, he loves you, and he longs to heal you.